The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast... Our goal is to help lesbians and lesbian kobolds lift their lives to the next level. Aloha, everybody. This is Toast. (laughs) What's funny? It's been so long since we've said aloha. Is that what it is? No, it's not that. Anyways, nothing. (laughs) Okay, Sienna has the giggles today. (laughs) Okay, hi, everyone. This is Sienna, and we just need to say... That as we are recording this, we do have a guest in the studio. You might hear him right now. (laughs) And it's our cat, Bear. So you may hear some rumbling, some things happening. But right now, he is... uh, He's doing doing his own thing. Yeah, he's doing that cat thing. You know how cats will like sit on a table and paw at something until that something falls off the table? He's doing that. They say that's a sign of boredom. Uh-oh. But how can he be bored? He's very he has rarely like bored. Five hundred toys. Oh, he's very rarely bored. We, they do. They do talk about uh, cats having toy fatigue. I believe it. He might have toy fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh anyways, God, you will really need to play with him after oh this. Oh my gosh, oh he's my biting. God. Okay, so he's he like, just picked up our desk calendar in his mouth, moved it. <sighs> Okay, so anyways, um, is this too distracting? Should we come back? What do we do? Should we come back? Okay, we're we're going to come right back. Okay, hold on. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you for holding. (laughs) It wouldn't be a lesbian podcast without, without a cat. Cats. Oh my gosh. We start with an acoustic <sighs> guitar and we put in a cat for you. I don't even know what we're, what are we talking about in this podcast? Okay. The topic for this podcast <laughs> is we're going to be talking about a, a belief that we have and that we have come to believe even more as we followed it. And it is that whatever makes you come alive is important. Yes. It's very important. It is. What makes you come alive is important. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, something made me come alive just recently. Is that what we talked about in the last episode? I don't... Did we we talk about it in the last episode? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Is it vegan tuna? All the days have been running together. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So... We have time. Well, right? it made you flip share. out first. Then it made you come alive. Okay, so here's what happened. I don't know if any of you are vegan or you're trying to just eat a little less meat. Whatever it is, we support you. So 
one of the things that that slurping is not me. Can you believe it? It is toast. Mm. Okay. So anyways, one of the things that I miss when it comes to animal products is a good old tuna sandwich. How come you're looking at me like that? No, I'm, I don't know. That was like a funny look. Was it? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I was trying to be supportive with my at- eyeballs <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> okay. So anyways, um, okay. So I do, once in a while, I just, I really want to eat a tuna sandwich. But you never have. But I never have. And, and I won't. And instead, I just, you'll do a... Take tofu, like firm tofu, and mm-hmm. you add I'll make like my spices own, that like tuna thing. But I'm also eating uh, less soy these days. So I found this can of vegan tuna. T O O N A. Vegan tuna. <laughs> and it had two and a half stars. The rating, like people's reviews for it were (laughs) hilarious because they were so bad. It was so bad, but I was so curious. I was so curious and people were like, this is disgusting. This is so gross. This is like cat food. Oh, this is so not worth the money. But I was curious. Okay. So seriously, let me judge for myself. Yes. Which is a, that's. It's a good thing, you know? Hey, what if I like it? But anyways, so believe it or not, two months ago, I bought a can, one can of vegan tuna, and it took two months to eat it. Because Because she was scared. I was scared. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the reviews. The reviews were stuck in my head. But, okay, so what happened was I decided there was a particular day. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it today. (laughs) But it was a process. So the first, so the day before, well, day one, I made the decision. I am going to try that tuna. (laughs) Then day two, I just took it out of the cupboard. You know how you have to go in steps, right? I took it out of the cupboard. Some of us, I guess, have to do that. I put it on the counter just so I could acclimate, like I would see it and see it, right? And see the can oh, there. Geez. So I had 24, I see the can. Then on day three, actually, I think I spent two days having the can on the counter. Then day four, I, I went in, I just did it. And so I opened the can. Now here's the truth. I opened the can and I had to take some deep breaths because it, okay, it does look like canned cat food tuna. (laughs) Okay, so if you have a cat and if you have ever fed your cat tuna, which we would say to only do as a treat every once in a while, and if you don't have to do it at all, that's actually the best route. And why is that really quickly? Because fish is not great for cats, believe it or not. Fish is not a a good thing. Once you, you, uh, they don't get as much nutrients from the fish there has also there has also been some connection with high fish diets and hyperthyroidism, mm. uh, but also fish is such a strong taste that sometimes when you give cats fish, they don't want to eat anything else. Okay. And the treat that you once thought you were giving them now it's like they're on food strike and mm. they only want their fish. Mm. But anyways, um, so if you have ever fed your cat tuna. Uh, you'll know that 
a lot of the cat food tuna is a darker color. Now that would be from like bottom of the barrel, the dark parts of the fish. So it's like a dark color. So when you open this vegan can of tuna, tuna, it looks like that. But here's the thing. Get over it because it doesn't smell like cat food tuna. And it really doesn't smell like human tuna. What does it smell like? It just smells like nothing. <laughs> like nothing. vegan tuna. Yeah, I mean, there's no strong smell to it. So if you can get over the look of it, it's more which the look I of did, it. which I did, right? yeah. you will have a great staple on your hands. And I know this podcast isn't about vegan tuna and we're kind of going off on it. But let me just quickly say that this is a great option for people because, especially for vegans, because unlike a lot of the fake type of meats out there, meat substitutes, a lot of them have a ton of soy, a lot of them have a ton of wheat and gluten in the product. This one is primarily pea protein, which a lot of the uh, high-quality vegan protein powders have. It's a pea-based protein. So this vegan tuna (laughs) is uh, non-GMO, so it's non-GMO ingredients, uh, primarily the peas, of course. Uh, But the other things in it is like um, some oil, that's just to kind of help give it, uh, I think, more flavor, like more fat, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, It has some um, spices in there, some sea salt. But if you get over the look. So how, I actually thought it was good. And yeah, I am going to go and leave a nice review. And you're going to buy more. I'm going to buy more, yeah. How many stars would you give it? Okay, so out of five stars, I would give it four. Okay, so one star taken off just for the appearance. One star taken off for the appearance. Also, I don't, I don't think it really... Tastes like tuna. Okay. <laughs> it's just, but for me, I was just happy to find another option. Yeah. That and wasn't soy, that wasn't wheat, right. that I could then add whatever flavor. So it's really a versatile product. It's a good base. It's not and, really tuna. And you we know? were saying like, oh, we could we could use this to make like uh, taco meat. Tacos. Yeah. You could just, yeah. you know, cook it up and add your taco seasonings to it um, versus a lot of the meats out there that are soy based. Mm-hmm. So... Bonus tip at the top of the ep. Top of the ep. Top of the episode. Top of the ep. Vegan tuna. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So I think it's fair to say that the the vegan tuna experience (laughs) did, in the end, like, you know, it had its good points, it has its bad points, but it did make you come alive because now you're like, It did make me come alive. You know, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to try this for myself. Second of all... I'm not going to just buy it. I'm actually going to eat it. And hey, this is adding to my life. Okay. Yeah. So that's my, that's my uh, desperate attempt to try and segue into the topic. That was good. Of that this was episode. Good. But okay. So, and I think this whole concept of like, okay, do what makes you come alive because that's important. It leads you on to 
whatever you're, you're, you are supposed to be doing with your life, whatever God or spirit or the life force is, is trying to have happen in the world through you as you. I think this topic is kind of like top of mind for us because I think doing this podcast is part of that for us, you know, and it's one of those things that kind of didn't let us go, right? Like it kept coming back as like, oh man, it would be kind of cool to do it again. Um, It took us seven years to get back to it, but it did, it was something that just kept coming up and coming up and coming up. Uh, So I'm trying to think of what an example is for that. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? Before we, I'm sorry. I went kind of all over the place. But I just want to, I think it's important to clarify Mm -hmm. what we mean when we say doing something like what makes you come alive? Like, what is that? Like, yes. So I think let's clarify that. Yes. And then there's a misconception that could easily be made that I want to avoid. Okay. After that. Okay. You have a plan. It sounds like you have a plan. Yes. I'm making the agenda up as we go. (laughs) So... Am I just giggling this whole mm-hmm. podcast? What is yeah, it? Maybe it's the yeah. vegan tuna. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> do you hear how we're calling it? Tuna. <laughs> well, that's how they spelled it on the can. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so all podcasts won't be this silly in case this is the first time you're hearing our episodes. Um, all right, okay, so the thing that makes you come alive, the thing that brings you life. So what does that really mean? Or how does that feel? I think okay. I think a good way to describe it is you when you are in that state, then you're in a in a state of flow. So, I I think that's the power or the sensation and inspiration that people in an audience feel when they are witnessing a like a musical act. You know, somebody on stage being in their element and in the flow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. It's mesmerizing. It is. It's uplifting. It's like church. It's like seeing, witnessing somebody who is just in their element, that doing something that makes them just come alive. And that's really powerful for all of us that get to witness that because Mm -hmm. that type of energy when you are around someone that is doing something that is just in their element when they're in their element it really is palpable to be around that because what you're feeling is like this life force you know just they're resonating this life force and it really is that in fact there is actually an integrative wellness center in Santa Monica where the uh, one of the medical directors there actually started to teach a program that helped people get in touch with that thing. That thing that makes it come that alive. That thing that they wanted to do, that thing that would not let them go, that thing in their life that would make its presence known you know, while they're working the, say, the nine to five, you know, there's a thing that's calling them, but 
we tend to kind of push that down, right, through logic. It's not practical. It's not practical. I, I work full time. When am I going to have time to bake cakes or whatever it might be, the thing that brings you life? But what this medical director found is that when she incorporated this program and began prescribing this program instead of medicines, she found that a lot of chronic conditions that these people, these patients came to her for, went away (laughs) once they started moving in the direction of the thing that brought them life. I love it. Yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. Like people would come to this clinic with like, oh, a complaint about a chronic condition, whether Mm -hmm. it's their joints or blood work being Mm -hmm. off or something. Rheumatoid arthritis. Fatigue. There was uh, eczema. Yeah. And um, there's all heart conditions. And they've been through all kinds of, you know, Traditional medical treatments mm-hmm. doesn't work as well as well as alternative therapies. Yeah, it doesn't work. Doesn't mm-hmm. work. Doesn't work. And there's no you know true like medical root cause that can be found or something. So mm-hmm. then it's like okay, let's turn to the <laughs> life force. The life force. Yeah. Right. Right. Which is pretty amazing when you think about it because as we're speaking to it as the thing that makes you come alive. I mean, it literally does that. It makes you come alive and it keeps you alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So when we're talking about the thing that makes you come alive is important, that's what we mean. Yeah. And and it's fascinating to me that I don't think the English language, which is a reflection of the Western worldview, has, uh, you know, a given or a, a term to express what we mean, we mm-hmm. have to go mm-hmm. through all of these long explanations because yeah. we don't have a word that just everybody understands. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Right. right, right. I think the closest that we come to it is probably life force or spirit or God or life energy. But those things can be so easily misunderstood, I think, because our society is still, you know, getting un- the understanding that. There is such a thing that is not, uh, that, that Western science doesn't fully understand or fully accept right. yet, maybe. Right. So yeah, the thing that makes you come alive is important. And we feel like the thing that makes you come, that makes you feel alive, if you don't do it, then it starts to feel like the thing that won't let you go. <laughs> and that's what this podcast felt like right? to us. Like it keeps coming yeah. back up. It keeps coming back up. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's really interesting. Okay. So that's the definition of what we mean when we say that thing. Oh, yeah. You had a number two. Yeah. So the number two is I wanted to just um, address a misconception because this is something that I feel like I lived under this misconception for a long time and I'm still trying to unlearn it. And it is the assumption that the the thing that makes you feel alive or whatever you feel drawn to is that therefore is what you're meant to do with your life. And that is your life's mission. Right. For example, right. right, Like, uh, playing music or baking cakes or cooking food or going fishing or doing a podcast. Like it. So is that like, am I supposed to therefore then become like, a famous chef or something like, or, you know, like, (laughs) or write cookbooks for my living. Is that what I'm supposed to do? Toast? No. Yeah. The answer is no, not necessarily. I I think what, 
our point of view is that the thing that makes you feel alive and that you feel drawn to is not necessarily your life's mission, but it is the next step that you're supposed to take in your life. In other words, it's going to lead you to the step that will follow. Yes. And so on and so forth. Yes. And I think that's what is meant when uh, a lot of, you know, spiritual teachers will say, like, just take the next step. Right. 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 And you're not going to see the whole picture right. until you it's do like the car, the car, the headlights of a car. Yeah. You're only going to see as far as the headlights go. Mm-hmm. So just and that's go all that you far. need to see. And right. you'll see from there what whatever's coming up. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So what I wanted to share an example of this, Great. Um, but it's a combination of another, probably another topic. <laughs> okay, great, great. Which well, is we about need more topics. So which is about great. perspectives. Okay. Um, so there's a little bit of of that in the, in the example I'm going to give. But so for instance, when I went to uh, when I graduated from college, I graduated with a degree in social work, and I loved social work. I felt that gave me life. Mm. But here's the thing, I did really well in my program, but I did not get into the master's program for social work, which I was so shocked by be- just because of how well I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I mean, it really changed things for me um, in terms of what's next. And that was why, because I did not get into that program, that is why I explored, well, you know, social at the time, social workers weren't licensed. We were the only, um, Hawaii was the only state who had not uh, licensed their uh, social workers. So because of that fact, uh, wages were uh, lower. We had uh, less uh, platform to work from. So then I thought, well, maybe I can go to law school. And so very last minute, I looked up the deadline, I applied, I got in. And, and here you did I am very in law well school. there too. <laughs> I did I did well there too. But hello, I was completely slammed with talk about not feeling the life force. Hmm. You know, what I felt hmm. was something completely different and that was probably cortisol, which was just like coursing through, like just from stress, you know, my yeah. body was in constant fight or flight. Quick time out for the non, like non-geeky people. Cortisol is the stress. Yes. What is that? Is it a hormone? What, yes. What is, okay. Yes. It's so your body hormone. will release cortisol whenever it's under stress. Okay. So, and that's a good thing for it to do. But when you are overly, when your body is overly taxed and you are feeling constant stressed, your body releases too much cortisol. Mm. So anyways, um, but what did bring life was singing. And in fact, it was during law school that I got reacquainted with my love for music and my friend would just drag me to go karaoke and go singing. Time out for the people who don't know what what for the people who don't know what karaoke is. Yes. Because that's how, uh, people in Hawaii and Japan pronounce karaoke. 
Right, right, okay, right, yeah. right, right. So, okay. Anyways, yeah. But karaoke but, is karaoke. So that really was such a stress reliever for me. And pretty soon I discovered that, oh my God, you know, not only is this a stress reliever, doing this actually brings me life. And so even though people who were witnessing what I was doing with my life, you know, working hard to get into law school, working hard and getting good grades there, and then, you know, spending my time going singing. Um, after I made the decision that life is too short, I don't care if law, if I only have one and a half years left of law school, I do not want to spend those one and a half years of my life not feeling the life force. When and I know I feel my life force doing this other thing on the side here. Right. So following that, just as Tos had mentioned, following that next step, which was to quit school. For me at the time, that was what the option was. Quit school. I started singing, doing more singing. And then through that, I got to tour. I got to work with some amazing people. And through that, I met Toast. I opened for a concert that Sienna was a part of, mm-hmm. and that's how we first met in person. And sometimes Toast and I feel like, you know, I think music was, I think the reason we started doing music was so that we would end up meeting. Yes. So you just never know, you know, so what Toast is saying about just, you know, whatever is bringing you life, hey, Embrace it, because that is the next step, is really true. And you just never know what's, what's going to happen from taking yeah. that step. It's kind of like, that reminds me, this reminds me too, of the, I think Steve Jobs was probably talking about the same thing, where it's like, he's, he said something along the lines of, you can't connect the dots going forward, right? right? You just right. have to trust mm-hmm. that it's all leading somewhere, and, yep. and then you'll find out. But you have to trust Yep. And, and keep taking those steps. Exactly. And f- so, for instance, if we just touch back on that story I shared, even though I was crushed when I didn't get into the master's program for social work, if I had, would I have yes. had the type of stress and cortisol issues going on <laughs> as law school that would then warrant the, oh, my God, I need to relieve some stress. I have to go sing with my friend. Like, would, would I have done that? Mm. I do not know. Mm. But I certainly do know that following and just going the next step that the headlights are shining on has led me to a tremendously fulfilling life. And which, which then the question becomes, okay, so let's, let's accept that then. Let's assume, okay, you know, you're following the next step, the next step, the next step, which led to us meeting, which led to us being together for 17 years now. And okay, so then what's the point of that? Of us being together? Yeah, right? Like, okay, so why is that important? Wow, okay, we're going deep. Yeah, let's (laughs) go. I think that's that's what you were talking (laughs) about earlier, though, when you said you're talking like, oh, you're going to bring something up that We'll introduce yet another topic for a future. Well, episode. actually, no. And you're ta- no. This 
I know, I think I know what you're going to say. We're, uh, well, I'm, well, okay, I'll just tell you. Oh, okay, yeah, tell me. <laughs> I'm talking about like what another belief that we share, mm-hmm. which is that we believe relationships, like soulmate relationships, are for the purpose of the further evolution of each of the individuals in yes. that relationship. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, great. That is a great podcast topic, and maybe we should bump what we might be doing next week to do that one. I don't okay. know. But no, that wasn't the podcast oh topic God. I was thinking well, of. Well, then what is it? I was thinking of a podcast topic on how to efficiently structure your perspectives on things that happen in your circumstance so that you can continue to move forward mm. in the direction that does bring you life. Oh, my god! Does that make any sense? Okay. I mean, I yeah, that was did. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, but I think we need so I that. Think we have some topics. We need that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what I would say, so I think that, like, for instance, so what do you, so what does this all mean, right? Like, what brings you life? What, how can you even tell, like, does it bring you life? I think one way is to really feel within your body, does something feel expansive or does something, or does that thing feel contractive? Mm. I think if, I know that when I learned of that, expansive versus contractive, expansive versus contractive, I gained a new tool and a new filter, really, to use when moving forward with uh, making certain decisions. You know, if I was going to do something or not, mm. does that, does it bring me life? Or does it not? You know, and the more things you say yes to that actually do bring you life, you truly are leveling up. You really are leveling up because now you're in a whole different playing field. And you're tapping into and you're saying yes to that life force that we you talked are. about earlier, right? Like you're opening you up that channel and making you're avail- Make it welcome. You're availing yourself yes. of that energy. Yes. And so one really easy thing that you can try doing if this if this resonates with you at all is to just notice in your body does it feel expansive do I feel open or do I feel contractive and restricted is there a knot in my stomach is there you know and sometimes fight or flight yeah and sometimes it's very subtle Mm -hmm. but if you just start Mm -hmm. practicing it with your you know day-to-day moment-to-moment decisions you really will get good at being able to hear it. It's a real so. skill that I think takes a lot of development, especially if, um, or when I should say, especially because we are in a society that does put a lot of pressure on us as individuals yes. and especially as gay people. Yeah. Like, you know, there's all kinds of value judgments placed on us as individuals based on what our sexual orientation is how we look, what profession we do, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. And to distinguish between society's pressure and soci- versus society's approval of certain things, right? How much money you make and what your status all the different is voices. and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, like that's one source of the way you might feel. So it, it takes, I think, a lot of skill and uh, constant discipline to me anyways to cultivate blocking those things out right and paying attention disowning it yeah and paying attention to know what what do I just Mm -hmm. feel 
inside. Okay, that's a great point. So maybe I would revise the um, expansive, contractive exercise or invitation, really, and say maybe one good place, one easier place to start is to think of something you love, like you absolutely love. And it could be something you love to eat. It could be something you love to do. But to really take a moment and immerse yourself, like how do you feel when you are eating that? Or how do you feel when you're doing that? Now, it has to be something you really love because I think that's going to make the feeling very apparent. Mm. You're going to find your body, body, you just feel open, you just feel available, like Toast said. Uh, There's just this great expansiveness that you feel within yourself. So if you start there and you know what expansiveness is like, what expansion is like, then things that are contractive you will be able to compare it and know that. Hmm. Okay, we have to wrap this up, but I do have to... I was thinking about the vegan tuna still. <laughs> so I do have to say, because no, because I care. I really care. Okay. And okay. what we say, I, I want to make sure that our listeners have all the information. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was really bothered about the whole time we were doing this podcast because I was thinking about the vegan tuna. And now there is, even though it's great that it has pea protein, What I would say is that it does have canola oil, which is not the best thing on this planet. And you just feel like you need to be responsible. And yeah, I care. Okay, I don't want them to think like, "Oh, this is good." Like this is the best health food ever. Yeah, so it has canola oil. I think they could make an an improvement by using a different kind of oil in this. So, so just know that. Noted. Okay, don't eat it every day. Okay. All right. All right. So thank you so much for listening. Yes. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast, telling you to love life, live free. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.